When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply from the Bay Area Sports Digest, found the owner, everything San Francisco 49ers, and he's been good enough to take the call into the show today. Leo, how you doing, my man? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. We're a few days away from playoff football, and as you guys know, anything with these high stakes, they just have a different feel to the game, and they just mean so much more. You don't know if your team's going to play another week or if your team's looking into the offseason getting ready for the NFL draft and playing that NFL draft music, like you said. Well, hey, look, luckily for you, your 49ers have pieced it together this year. Um, some offensive weapons that any team would dream of, but it's been the story of the season, really, for me on the last wee part. He just can't lose. Your wee rookie, Brock, he just can't lose, Leo. So it's a pretty good time to be a Bay Area sports fan uh, as far as the 49ers go. What's the energy, as you say, creeping towards the weekend? Are there nerves? Is it excitement? Do people believe this team can go all the way back to the Super Bowl? I I believe plenty of people believe this team can go back to the Super Bowl, um, even though that it's a rookie quarterback. But if you look at the 49ers' playoffs, the previous years under Jimmy Garoppolo and what they've gotten as far as production wise from the quarterback position, while Jimmy Garoppolo had passer ratings around closer to a hundred um, during the regular season in the postseason, he was below 80 in his career with the 49ers in those six playoff games. So with, with Brock Purdy, it's not like he needs to go out there, put the team on his back and become a Josh Allen or, or a Patrick Mahomes. He simply put just needs to be Brock Purdy. Um, and so that that's where you believe this team can keep going, can keep winning, because you look at the landscape of the NFC, uh, absolutely winnable game against the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, you would figure the Minnesota Vikings would move on in their matchup and the 49ers would host them. And that would be another winnable game for the 49ers. And obviously the tough test, if we're looking far ahead, would be the Eagles. But uh, with the Jalen Hurts injury, they're not the same Eagles that we saw earlier in the season. So that's what makes everybody confident that this team can get to the Super Bowl. Um, whether they get there or not, that's going to be a different story. Um, but it seems like a lot of people are in the moment and, and they're rocking with Brock, if you say. <laughs> I absolutely love that. I'm all for gimmick slang, Leo. I'm all for gimmick slang. Rocking with Brock. I'm, I'm a dad of two, so I, I ha- it has to come. It's part of the territory. Yeah, beautiful. Okay, well, you can think on another one and give us something towards the end of our yarn here. Um, <laughs> hey, actually, before we kick on with the rest of the season, the playoff um, outlook, I'm curious, like, Jimmy G, is Jimmy G good, really good, or just fine? Like, there are so many ways to look at Jimmy G as a NFL protagonist at the most important position People have so vast opinion on him. Do we know how good Jimmy G is, and do we know what sort of market there's going to be for him this offseason? I, I would say Jimmy G's good. Um, he's he's, And I put him in that territory because I believe he's better than average. Looking at his numbers, it's, it's not easy to do. While he does have 
some players that can inflate those numbers, like a George Kittle with his yards after the catch, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. Um, and then when he had that short stint with Christian McCaffrey, he could do a lot of things after catching the ball as well. Um, so, but he's got to have those type of players to f- facilitate the ball to. That's the thing with Jimmy G. Uh, his market should still be relatively well out there. You look at a team like the New York Jets that have Robert Sala as their head coach, which is a former DC of the 49ers that went to the Super Bowl with, with Jimmy G. Um, when you also look at the Oak or excuse me, Las Vegas Raiders, <laughs> um, you look at them and, and their landscape with his former offensive uh, coordinator there in Las Vegas. That's with Derek Carr moving on. Essentially uh, that's another landing spot for, for Jimmy G and you look at their weapons, what they have, I believe McDaniels could feel confidence if he went ahead and signed Jimmy G this offseason. Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, uh, you would figure that they re-signed Josh Jacobs the way he's speaking, uh, that he's not all about the money this offseason. So I think those are two really, really good fits. I know a lot of people have pointed Jimmy G to the New England Patriots, but it, it doesn't make sense for them to to move on from Mac Jones and his rookie contract. So the Jimmy saga was put to bed, a mid-season move to bring Christian McCaffrey, who got a hard time here and there for always sitting out so much of the year, an incredibly skilled running back who can, well, he can pretty much play a lot of positions in the backfield there, can't he? And, and, and he's been a total asset. Is the health of the 49ers, though, as a whole where it needs to be? Because I know with Kittle and um, obviously Debo, there have been question marks for a long time now. These guys are so athletic. They put themselves right there. Is it where you need to be to go deep into a Super Bowl run? Because health at this time of the year is your most important player. I truly believe that. Oh, absolutely. And that's why I say the 49ers may have an edge over the Eagles right now because the Eagles have a banged-up Jalen Hurts, which is the most important position in their offense. Uh, and then with the 49ers, they got Debo Samuel back last week. George Kittle's he- healthy, looking good. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, he's an NFL running back, so he's always going to have dings throughout a season, but he is healthy. Uh, Brandon Ayuk is healthy. They added uh, Elijah Mitchell back last week as well off of the IR. Uh, Trent Williams, which is a big part. Like He's not a playmaker. He's not going to have the ball in his hands, but he's a big part of that offense, and he's healthy as well. Uh, so right now, in terms of health within the offensive playmakers, the 49ers, you can't really ask for anything more in terms of health-wise. And we saw what the 49ers continued their win streak without Debo Samuel there for, for about three games. So um, that that's huge for the 49ers, and, and that's where you have confidence. Uh, now, I do believe if I had a tag – a most important player there, I would say it's Christian McCaffrey. And it, it's just crazy to say because he wasn't even on the team to start the season when everybody was making their predictions. That's crazy how quickly one change can make a huge impact on a massive season, especially when you've got a Super Bowl beckoning uh, and a team and a roster is that good. What about the AFC? Like, How, how, how stoked are you that your team is not in the AFC? Oh, I'm super excited. That That's why I believe this team can go on a Super Bowl run. And, heck, if 49ers found themselves in the Super Bowl, I guess, be, best case scenario, that team that's representing the AFC, they're already banged up. <laughs> they're banged up, and they've been exercised to the limit. So, um, with the AFC, it's definitely tough. Look at the quarterback play in the AFC. It is drastically different than the NFC. Um, 
you're talking about in the NFC, you have Brock Purdy, Geno Smith, uh, a banged up Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is clear away the favorite as far as quarterback in terms of if he's healthy. Kirk Cousins, uh, a Tom Brady, that doesn't look the same. Dak Prescott, that's been terrible in the playoffs. That was actually terrible last week as well. Don't tell Cowboy fans. But um, looking at the AFC is drastically different. Drastically different. Um, the, probably the wor- the least quarterback that, that you would fear in a playoff game. Um, obviously not including any type of QB2s like the Miami Dolphins and Baltimore Ravens. But it would be Trevor Lawrence. As far as teams QB1s, Trevor Lawrence is the least feared out of that conference. And he's a hell of a player. He's a hell of a player. He is a winner from way back, isn't he? And it kind of sets mm-hmm. up for him for, for a long period of time. Speaking of winners, Joey, Joey Burrow, um, he is a winner. He has got a huge heart, and the Bengals seem to be coming right at the right time of the year as well. I just, I honestly don't mm-hmm. know what to do with the AFC. I, I don't know what to do with the AFC. We've got a bunch of quarterbacks where Patrick Mahomes is the oldest one at age 27. They are going to dominate the league for a long time. <laughs> all I all I really know right. is that I, I would just love to be a 49ers fan and sit in the NFC and just, you know, take on the, you know, take, take my chances with the Eagles or the Cowboys for the next 10 years. I think that's the safer place to be. Oh, absolutely. Uh, It's definitely going to be a 49ers and Eagles conference moving forward. Now other teams could make drastic changes that that will change the landscape. But as of right now, if you had to predict the next five to ten years, it's Eagles and, and 49ers battling for the conference probably almost every year. Does does everyone else in America hate the Cowboys? Is that is that a thing? Oh yeah, there's there's no like in between. <laughs> it's either you're a Cowboy fan or you cannot stand the Cowboys. The, the reason being, it's every single year uh, you hear it's our year. We're winning the Super Bowl. Uh, we're so great. They they start the season three and zero or or two and one just with a winning record in general. And to them, the season's already wrapped up. They already won the Super Bowl at that point. Yet the playoffs come around and and they usually throw a dud. So um, yeah, it's Cowboys are just a complete parody franchise at this point since. Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman, Michael Michael <laughs> Irvin walked out of those doors. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. It's been a long, long time. Hey, well, I'm keen just to quickly run through a couple of these games on the slate, and then I mean, I'd love to get your thoughts, uh, Leo, actually on the Warriors, the Golden State Warriors, before we finish up, man. But um, just looking at the slate, uh, the games that I am curious about, the Cowboys, we've just been chatting about them, the Bucks. Now, what do you do with this game? Because do you just trust Tom Brady that he can't? this can't be as train wrecky as it kind of smells? Um, do you do you trust Jack Dak Prescott to do it on a big in a big part in a big spot? I don't know what to do with that game. And the other game I really don't know what to do with is uh, Bengals Ravens with Lamar back. So if you could just help us there, and I I think he is back. Could you, if you could just help us there with those two games, we'll be uh, very grateful. Um. So yeah, first off, with the Cowboys, their defense is drastically different when it's on grass which in, in playing in Tampa Bay, they'll be on, on grass. This season, the Dallas Cowboys are 1-4 when they play on grass. 
Uh, so a complete turnaround of what and their record hey, Leo, looks like. Sorry to, to interrupt, but just for our listeners, that they might be thinking, what do you mean on, on grass, like opposed to what? Uh, concrete. No, no, it's it's these domes <laughs> with the, the astroturfy type stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, the astroturf, the artificial grass. Um, not not the sweet stuff that, that gives you seasonal allergies. No, the fake stuff that has rubber in it. Uh, so the Dallas Cowboys... Uh, the reason being is with that artificial grass, you're able to dig your cleats in and and run faster and just jump off the surface compared to when you're playing on real grass. That stuff, usually it can slow you down in most cases. And, and we're not talking about, say, a whole second or a whole two seconds. But as you know, in professional sports, things – Things are literally less than a second that gets done that that is a millisecond to make a difference in a game. Um, so with the Dallas Cowboys on real grass, not the artificial stuff that has rubber tires in it. They are one and four on the season um, and their defense has been giving up a lot of points lately. While the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers don't look good by any margin. Uh, I, that's what makes me lean towards the Cowboys um unfortunately as a as a 49ers fan i i can't stand root you know predicting the cowboys win um but buccaneers they just looked out of sync all season um so if i had to put money on it i would say the dallas cowboys but i will be gladly wrong uh on that prediction and then with the baltimore ravens and the Cincinnati Bengals, I think the Bengals are just hot. I think they're just a better team. If that game was played a few Mondays ago, I, they were winning in that one, and I wouldn't be surprised if they won the game if it was played for four quarters. Um, un, unfortunately, there was an injury that had put an end to that game short, and so I think the Bengals, I, I, I don't think the Ravens are as good as the Bengals. The Bengals, Joe Burrow, the offense is on fire. The defense looks great. Uh, they're clearly going to win that game, and it's in a setup for a marquee matchup for the Bengals versus the Bills in the divisional round. Oh, it's huge. I can't wait for that, uh, Alan Burrow. I, mm-hmm. I hope you're right, and I tend to agree. All right, man, we're going to let you back to your two kids and your life away from New Zealand radio crosses, but I'd love to just know, what's the vibe with the Warriors? Because... We down here, and probably a lot of transient basketball fans, or not that, it might be harsh, just basketball fans, are just waiting for them to rattle off, let's say, 15 and 4. You know, just put a run together and put themselves into the top half of the Western, or the top quarter of the Western Conference. Now, they've had injury strife, they've had drama off the court, uh, they've had drama on the court. They're a funny side, but they're a veteran side, and they don't necessarily seem too worried. But is the organization panicking behind the scenes, do you think? Um, I don't think so. I, I, I think right now you're still in the early parts of January. Um, usually when teams get on a run, it, it, it happens later on this month. If you look at the Boston Celtics last season, I believe they were an, were an under 500 team last season at this time. And then they obviously went on a crazy run and, and had a finals lead at one point, and they're still hot going into this year. Uh, so sometimes it does take time, and, and with the Warriors winning that title last season, um, yeah, you know, it's it's the core's fourth 
championship together. So sometimes that high, it takes a little time to get back to the, the normal weight of the regular season. And I think they're going to experience that pretty soon. They have a ton of talented players as far as like the top cream with, with Jordan Poole and Steph Curry. Andrew Wiggins is a solid two-way player. So as far as the talent with the Golden State Warriors, they have the coaching with Steve Kerr. I think they'll be fine. You'll probably see a move here or there closer to the trade deadline, I would assume, um, to make some things up there. Uh, but yeah, if you look at the, the Western Conference in totality, it's not like the Warriors are 10 games back of having the one seed. It's really, really close. They're actually um, seven and a half from the one seed, but they're only four and a half games away from the three seed. So they could make that up relatively quicker than than what most would think. Yeah, perfect stuff. And, and people will be pleased to hear that because it's always more fun when they are uh, right there. And right now we've got the Western Conference matchup, which is a beauty. Denver leading Phoenix 19-14. Uh, the Bucks putting together a, a huge fourth quarter to get past the Hawks earlier on national TV. Leo, you've been a star at Leo Luna 93 if you want to get check out your work. Hopefully we can chat again soon, my man. Uh, sounds sounds good. Let's do it.